Welcome to Seven Skills for the Future podcast. I'm Emma Sue Prince and I'm joined by my producer, James. Hi, Emma Sue, and hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to the show. This podcast is all about putting you into the driving seat of your own life. By using these seven skills every day, you'll be so much happier and you'll live a life of purpose and meaning. And it's all about using little tweaks in your everyday life that make a big impact. And so far in the series, we've been talking about using improv in your daily life, uh, critically rethinking your social media skills, empathy and how to use that in different life situations. We've also had a great interview with Thomas Cox from the Corinthia London Hotel and we've looked at how a great morning routine can really make a big difference into how you live your day. So, Emma Sue, what's the subject of today's episode? So, in this episode, I want to talk more about integrity. So, I've got some questions here, a bit rhetorical, but, you know, could you tell the truth for a whole day? And why should you? And why would you? So, is integrity about being honest and about being truthful? I want to explore in the, in the podcast why actually we lie each and every day, and why that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't live with integrity. Interesting. So let's begin with the basics. What is integrity? Well, integrity is a word that you hear quite a lot, but it's not a word that we necessarily spend time thinking about. So I think when people try to define it, they're not necessarily sure about how they would do that. And certainly, when I was writing the second edition of the book, integrity was one of the most challenging chapters to write. And we've noticed that on our workshops, it's quite often the hardest one for people to actually conceptualize and make sense of. So I think that's because integrity is not straightforward to define, and it varies from person to person. So if integrity is about what you value and and the principles that you have, then the ones that you have may not be the ones that I have. So Integrity can be thought of a bit like a moral compass. So holding true to your values and beliefs and choosing to live these in your day-to-day life. So it, it really, I think, is just about being consistent between what you say and what you do. So I'm intrigued by this notion of telling the truth for an entire day. It's, it's an interesting thing to think about. And many people do connect integrity with being honest and telling the truth and never lying. Um, but actually, the fact is, we all lie many times a day. So actually, most people lie in everyday conversations. So especially if we're trying to appear likable or if we're trying to appear competent, and there are, there, there are many different kinds of lies that we tell as well. So it can be any time that you try to mislead someone, it obviously is, 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 is a lie. So some lies are big and others are small. Some can be completely false statements and some can be truths with a few little details made up because we, we do like doing that. We like to kind of elaborate on a, on a situation um, when we're retelling it. So some lies are obvious and some are 
very subtle. Some are told for good reason. Some lies are selfish. You know, other lies maybe are to protect somebody. So actually, not only do we lie, but we're also lied to dozens of times every day, ranging from little white lies, such as people telling you they're doing great when in fact they're having a really bad day, serious lies from loved ones and employers that could possibly change your life completely. You know, none of this may sound great, but I think being able to understand when and why and how people lie, I think that actually does help you establish more honest relationships. Okay, so I guess, Emma Sue, that you're saying we're all liars. Yeah, I am. We might like to think that we're honest, but statistically speaking, yep, we are liars. So the research says that the average person lies about once or twice per day. Things like, do you ever give people compliments that aren't completely genuine? Have you ever told someone you're doing well when actually you were exhausted and you were having a really, really bad week? Or a classic one is, do you ever tell people you're busy to avoid having to talk to them or, or do something with them? So these sorts of little lies, which are every day, and they are technically lies. And these are just a couple of the most common scenarios that can trigger lying. And obviously, the increased use of instant messaging and texting doesn't help because it's much easier for us to lie when it comes to something like not going to something that you've signed up for or said you were going to go to because you can just send a little message through saying, I can't make it or I can't come when actually perhaps the reality was you never wanted to go in the first place. Okay, so if we all lie, does that mean that we don't have any integrity? I don't think so, actually. You know, I think integrity is about honesty, yes. But, you know, it's important to bear in mind that actually the majority of us are honest. So I think where lying collides directly with integrity is when lies are used to manipulate other people or deliberately mislead in some way. So deliberate lies used for self-protection. How far am I prepared to go to protect my own self-interests? So I think that is where it really bashes straight into integrity. And I think integrity can be demonstrated in everyday actions. So, you know, little things which we do find easy to lie about. But if you've said you'll do something or if you've said that you'll be somewhere, then don't come up with a last minute excuse by text or instant messaging because you suddenly don't feel like it after all. Because we do that a lot. I'm as guilty of that as the next person. And I try to catch myself when, when I do it. And it's so easy to do. But I think for me, integrity would be doing what you said you would do anyway. Or if you really can't, then at least calling to explain and to try and give an honest explanation too. I think we should be aiming to tell the truth as much as we possibly can. How can we tell the truth more in our daily lives? Well, I've got some quick tips here. And um, each chapter in the book ends with seven ways to strengthen that particular skill. So I think it's quite a good format. So my little quick tips here are, um, you know, don't make excuses. So just become more aware of when you might be doing this. So whether it's to get out of a commitment or a promise that you actually made. So that's quite important. You, you know, you would have made that promise or made that commitment. You know, if you find yourself reaching for that instant message or text or email, just think twice. So remember that you're responsible for your own actions and including the promise or thing you said to yes to in the first place. Just be more aware of when, of when you might be making excuses. Don't swallow it if it doesn't taste good. So <laughs> this is slightly harder. But if, if someone says something to you or does something that you don't like or doesn't feel good, then try to communicate honestly try to say something like you know I really didn't like that or it didn't make me feel good when you said that or I would rather you not tell me 
to do this or whatever it might be, but just try to have a nice direct communication because that is going to really help anyway. And it also demonstrates integrity. I think another tip is to choose kindness. I know that's come up before with uh, with empathy, but choosing kindness, you know, both to yourself and to other people. So recognize when you might lie to make yourself look better or to cover up a mistake. That's a classic one. You know, you made a mistake or something's gone wrong and then you lie to cover it up instead of telling the truth or admitting that you made a mistake. It's always going to be better to to tell the truth in that kind of situation. Or Similarly, you know, you might want to desperately say something in a fit of anger, you know, or high emotion, but on reflection, maybe you could say that in a kind of way. So the classic one would be, you know, if you're in the middle of an argument and you want to say something that's directly hurtful to the person, which may be important for them to hear, but to perhaps think about a different way of communicating that. And I think this being kind is, is really helpful with integrity as well, as well as with all the other skills, but particularly so with integrity. Okay, some very useful tips there, Emma Sue. Thank you. Uh, let's take a break and we'll come back with a question from one of our listeners. Welcome back. We've got a question today, Emasu, from Deepali in India. The question is, I'm feeling really overwhelmed by my current work situation. There's a very negative atmosphere. What are some things that I can do to change that? I'm really miserable. Oh, well, first of all, I'm really sorry to hear that. That's not a great situation to be in. And I think it's quite hard because when the atmosphere is negative at work chances are that other people feel the same way so you're kind of all bringing that into work together so it's really really hard and I think in this situation uh, be aware that you have the power to choose your behavior to choose the thoughts that you have about your work and I would try and do some really practical things to inject a bit of joy into the day and into your work situation. And that could be as simple as, you know, what could you do that would help other people to feel better? You know, could you perhaps bring in some little treats? Could you perhaps pay more compliments to others? Could you find ways to help other people. If you can take the focus off yourself and think about supporting others, you'll find that you will, first of all, feel better quite quickly because you say you feel miserable. So that'll have a big impact on, on, on how you're feeling. But also you'll find that you start to influence the situation for the better. And if you do it in small ways, then hopefully, gradually, there may be more communication about the, the real difficulties that might be happening at work. Thank you, Emisu, and thank you, Dipali, for the question. I think that brings us to the end of today's episode. So thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the seven skills for the future podcast there are all sorts of things you can do to boost each of the seven skills if you want more ideas you can buy the book seven skills for the future you can also go online to our website unimenta and join as a member and you'll be able to access more resources ideas and free downloads if you have a question you want to ask on these podcasts 
get in touch through Instagram at 7skillsforthefuture or on Twitter and Facebook at Unimenta. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice.